Welcome to the Lost Tapes of History podcast. You're about to eavesdrop on the first 10 minutes of a private conversation between a Tudor personality and, frankly, someone just trying to do their job. The date is November 1499. Perkin is a prisoner in the Tower of London after pretending to be the dead Prince Richard, the rightful heir to the throne, currently occupied by King Henry VII. A beefeater, or Warden of the Tower, is responsible for torturing prisoners. Good luck, Perkin. Perkin Welbeck? Yes? Oh, good. I'm in the right place. Who are you? I'm a warden of the tower. A warden of the tower? That's right. Do you have any water? Water? Oh, sorry. Well, what kind of warden doesn't have any water? Um, have you come to take me somewhere? Tyburn, you mean? I was thinking more of home, but sure, Tyburn. No, you're staying here for the time being. Are you going to question me? Actually, the questioning here is usually carried out by the commissioners, such as a law officer. A law officer? Like the royal attorney. Right, well, where's he then? He's on holiday. Of course he is. So, what do you do here then? I'm under the command of the lieutenant of the tower. That wasn't what I asked. We're responsible for carrying out the torture of prisoners. I'm sorry, what? Torture. That's what I thought you said. We don't do it very often, apparently. Uh, but when we do, we do it properly. Uh, isn't torture against the law? It's not permitted under English law. Well, as we're in England... But we have direct orders from the Privy Council, the King himself. That isn't making me feel any better. So, I'm going to be your torturer today. I hope you're comfortable with that. Oh no, that's not the point, is it? <laughs> These manacles aren't very comfortable. Neither is being suspended by them, so my feet can't touch the floor. Right, bear with me a moment. So, this here is the Rack, also known as the Duke of Exeter's daughter. Because? There's an old wives' tale that the Duke invented it while he was constable of the Tower in the last century. And I'm going on it, am I? Well, it says here, introduce the prisoner to the Rack first. This isn't a blind date. It says, usually, the sheer sight of the Rack is enough for him to surrender. Do you want to surrender? Not particularly. Oh, you know what it'll do, right? Give me a relaxing head and neck massage. It's designed to stretch the prisoner's body, dislocating the limbs and ripping them from their sockets. You don't say. So on a par with a vigorous sports massage, I'd say. Look, you don't need to torture me at all. Oh, that's a shame. Can I just put you on it anyway? Do I have a choice? No, I suppose you don't. Ready? Ask away. So, 
You claimed you were Richard, the younger missing prince from the tower. Yes, that's right. But you're not. No, I was born in Tournai. And where did you go after Tournai? I left my family to go to Portugal to accompany Sir Edmund Brantham's wife. Uh-huh. I arrived there and he didn't have a place for me in his household, but he got me another job in Lisbon. What does this do? Ah! Oh, sorry. Never pull that lever again. Sorry, carry on. Where were we? Lisbon. I left Lisbon for Ireland. I'd done well for myself, wore expensive outfits. Get you. I think they thought I was more important than I was. What do you mean? Well, when I got to Cork, the locals accused me of being the eldest Prince Edward, which I strenuously denied. How strenuously? The mayor ordered me to swear on the gospel and a crucifix that I was nothing to do with the Duke of Clarence or any relation of his. Gold star for you? But then I was approached by two Englishmen, Stephen Poitron and John Atwater, who declared I was the bastard son of Richard III. Hang on. Let me get those names down. Stephen Poitron and John Atwater? Okay. Did you deny it again? I did. They said, don't be afraid of revealing your true identity. We'll give you support towards a claim to the throne. You're a bit gullible, if you don't mind me saying. You seem like a nice chap, though. I did have some resistance to this plan. Oh, really? Mainly the part where I was forced to learn English. Hey, there's nothing wrong with English. I adopted the look and bearing of a prince and was proclaimed around York to be the rightful heir. How are you supposed to explain how you got away from the tower while Edward didn't? I mean... That's a pretty big hole in the story. I was told to say that he had been killed, but that I was spared by the lord that was ordered to kill us. Spared? He had taken pity on an eight-year-old boy, and in return for a promise not to reveal my name or lineage, I would be taken to safety. Yes, because high killers are known for being soft on kids, aren't they? I wouldn't know. That's more your department, isn't it? Helford the Edward's definitely dead in this story, so that you inherit... Oh, sorry. I lent on a lever. Sorry. Lean on the other side, will you? Yeah, okay, sorry. So, we couldn't raise support in Ireland, uh, or not as much as we needed. Why did they buy it, then? No one had ever seen Richard, so they couldn't tell if I was him or not. Quite rightly, as it turned out. Do you think this uniform suits me? What? Well, it's a bit... uh ostentatious for me. What? I mean, I like the red outfit, but the white stuff around the neck, it's a bit uncomfortable. Oh, my heart bleeds for you. And this hat doesn't suit me. I can't do hats. Forgive me, but I don't want to drag this out. Can I continue? Oh, yes. Where were we? We had to go somewhere else, so an embassy from King Charles of France said we would get a warm welcome there. If there's a top three people I'd like to get on this rack, Charles would be one of them. I was shown great honour in France. Charles was young like me, and we got on well. It was a very luxurious court. Sounds nice. We visited his royal residences, did some socialising, I even tried hawking and hunting. So what happened then? I think he just wanted to annoy King Henry. That sounds like Charles. I was there for months, and there was no sight of the support he'd promised. Oh dear. 
Then he signed a treaty, which meant he wasn't allowed to support English rebels, so I had to pack up and leave. Here, put this in your mouth, will you? If you go with my tongue, I can't say anything. What? Hang on. I, I said if you damage my tongue, I can't say anything. Oh, oh yeah, good point. You're very knowledgeable about this. Have you done this before? Can I continue? Oh, so, sorry. Yes, but please do. You were leaving the French court. I got an unexpected invite to join the Burgundy court. The red wine? No, the home of Margaret of York, who would have been Richard's aunt. So Auntie Margaret said you were her nephew. She said she recognised me and that I should tell everyone how I escaped. Did she? She became like a mentor to me, giving me names, dates, details I could use to back up my story. Are you ever actually going to end up in England? At this rate, you're just going to go on an all-expenses tour of Europe. We landed at Deal. I stayed on the ship while 300 men went onto the beach. So you were leading from the back? We, sorry, they were attacked by men from all over Kent. They weren't even the Royal Army. All right, steady on. My mum's from Kent. Don't make me hit this lever. Oh, sorry. My hand slipped. Oh, my God. I'll be honest. I have no idea what I'm doing. You surprise me. I'm just a trainee. I haven't used this equipment before. Then what am I doing here? Get me out. Oh, sorry. I turned the wrong one. Oh my god, what were you thinking? I won't put the manacles back on. How's that? Better. Can I have a seat with a cushion? Sure, sit here. Will you carry on? I want to know what happens. Got any water? Here. This is my personal flask. Ah, that's better. So where did you go next? I had to find another supporter, so I went to King James IV of Scotland. Is it true you got married up there? Yes, Lady Catherine Gordon. It was a strategic alliance. I bet she's not happy with you now. She's not happy that I'm not the rightful heir, and she's also not happy that I'm in prison. I'd hate to be you just now. Believe me, it's no picnic. So you had the Scottish behind you? Ahead of me, actually. Eh? I abandoned the front line less than 24 hours into the campaign. Oh, wow. Took my wife back to Edinburgh, and then we left Scotland. Is that when you hid in a cask of wine to avoid being found? That was in Ireland. We went to the Cornish coast so my wife could be safe there. Did it work? No. We entered Taunton, and we were met with the Tudor army. Yeah, they knew you'd be there. I lost my nerve, and in the dead of night abandoned my army. We were on the run. You're really not cut out for this figurehead lark, are you? As it turns out, no. Have you ever heard of waterboarding? Is it a sport? I don't think so, no. Well, what about it? Oh, it was mentioned in a book I'm reading. What book? Torture for Dummies. Well, at least the title is accurate. You have to start somewhere. It's got some good diagrams in as well. Can we do the book review later? Oh, yeah, sorry. You were hiding. Yes. So, where did you try and hide? I went to the Cistercian Abbey in Bewley and begged for sanctuary. Did it work? I was granted it, but I knew there was no escape, no, no rescue. I knew I needed to submit to the king and beg for mercy. I'm surprised you just didn't join the abbey and become a monk. 
I didn't think of that. So did you beg for forgiveness? I went on my knees and begged. It worked because I was given a lot of freedom even though I was under arrest. What kind of freedoms? My wife and I were living in one of Henry's palaces. Ooh, get you! I was left to go about the court, albeit closely monitored. I had food and drink and wasn't kept under lock and key. Unlike the Earl of Warwick, who actually is? Well, I took advantage of the fact that my guards weren't the most observant men. No, they, they don't hire the best people. Uh... I bolted from my chamber and escaped custody. I didn't have a plan, I just ran while I had the chance. How far did you get? Seven miles, to a priory at Sheen. Then you were brought to the tower? Correct. No more freedoms for me. And now you're in trouble again. What for? Warwick is in the cell above yours. He's drilled a hole through the floor to talk to you. The king thinks we're plotting against him, eh? Well, he doesn't think you're swapping porridge recipes. Put it that way. Now hold this. Next time, it's Arthur Tudor and his sex education. I wouldn't mind a few tips myself. The Lost Tapes of History podcast is a Since 79 production. If you've enjoyed it, please leave us a review and subscribe to get more episodes. To fact check what you've heard on this person, visit our website, losttapesofhistory.co.uk. You can also follow us on Twitter at Since79P and use the hashtag Lost Tapes of History. History.